Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Office. And spring has certainly been with us now long enough. We've gotten a lot of things bought, planted, sowed, overseeded, reseeded in our landscapes. And one of the other areas that's uh, always fun to do is make your way to the garden center or the retail nurseries and pick out your tree for the spring of the year and get it in the ground. There is just a very strong demand for plant material this spring. Between the drought of 2012 and the not-so-good growing season of 2013 and the two harsher winters we have had, there's been a lot of plants out there in the landscape that have failed. They may have been old, stressed, and about their time anyway, and bad weather and the drought just kind of took care of it for us. Or they may have been a plant that has just been sited in the wrong place, and while it tolerated that location, again, with the impacts of the weather, it just didn't come through for us. We've seen this on, on everything, trees, shrubs, evergreens, needled evergreens, I'm witnessing still right now uh, evergreen, needle evergreens that appeared to be perfectly fine a month ago starting to change their color, change their tint of green, if you will. They're beginning to look uh, dried out and withered. And sure enough, I would expect some to some to fail in the next few weeks. Some of them didn't even come out this spring at all. There was just no no new candle growth, no uh, no bud expansion on deciduous plants. That's something that, that's happened. And this is just dr- helping to drive the demand for replacement plants. Uh, we've lost literally tens of thousands of our ash trees to the emerald ash borer. There's many yards that were completely shaded that are now full sun. Those plants are suffering. So um, homeowners are out actively looking for especially shade trees to replace many of the ashes that have been lost. So some of the things we need to think about, it's sad to think that we lost a great big tree, but this is one of those points just like in the movies where the kid yells do-over. We have a do-over moment here. We have the opportunity to perhaps pick the replacement plant that is more suitable for the yard. The conditions have changed over the time, say 25, 30 years ago when a tree was put in the ground, the environment around it was it was different. And now as we go to replant, we can make additional choices, I guess, here to make sure you get the right kind of plant. And one of the things we, several conditions I want to just mention, siding of that tree, sometimes uh, we've ended up at always very common when trees are small, plants are small, we have a tendency to put them too close to the home. Think about the maturity when we think about these big trees. Get them far enough away from the home. There's not going to be issues with branches rubbing on the gutter, the gutters filling up with dried leaves or seeds, things like that. So give that part of it some consideration. Another part of this is 20 years ago, the sunshade pattern may have been totally different. And now whether it's a shade tree for your yard or whether you're looking at replacing the evergreens, or shrubbery in the home landscape out in the landscape bed or the foundation plantings. What's changed? That juniper 20 years ago was in the full sun, but today that maybe the, the shade that you do have in your yard, now that juniper is, was in the total shade and has now failed. So junipers aren't the best for the, for the shady areas. So we need to pick a much more shade-loving shrub or shade-loving evergreen for that location. And that's what I'm suggesting here, that we have opportunities. Just don't put back in what was there. It will not perform very well at this point. 
those older plants grew up as the conditions changed and adapted to the best of their ability, but a brand new plant that's supposed to be in the sun, planted in the shade, just really isn't going to do very well. There's another area of soil condition, and this should be a plus. The soils that you planted in 25 or 30 years ago, maybe with new construction, wasn't the best, but you've had these 20 years plus to uh, let Mother Nature condition the soil. Maybe you've added organic matter. So the plants that would grow for you in your, in your yard uh, might be different today than what you had to choose uh, some years back. So that's another consideration. When we talk about the sunshade pattern of the trees that you plant, do you want light shade? Do you want heavy shade? Just a couple easy examples. Locust trees have very light shade given the little leaflets and rachis on the leaf that they have versus say something like a hard maple which has that great big round heavy leaf and produces a great deal of heavy dark shade. So what's the kind of shade do you need in your yard? What are you looking for? Another part of that when we're talking about trees that, that, that fits this is um, what's the shape of the tree do you want? Do you want loose and open? Do you want tight pyramidal? Do you want round or globed? So what, it is, what is it that you're looking for out of that tree for the shape? Uh, certainly the plant should enhance the landscape um, and uh, the architecture of the home, so maybe use that one as one of your criteria. Uh, on the market today, we have the choice of buying a bald and burlap plant, very traditional. We also have the choices of maybe buying a shade tree that's grown up into the two inch or two and a quarter inch caliper that's been done in a container in a pot. So those are choices. Potted plant uh, typically is a little easier for us as a homeowner to handle. Bald and burlap plants could be a lot heavier, twice as heavy maybe, although both of them have certainly have their merits. When we're talking about planting either that potted plant or burlap plant, the size of the hole, the shape of the hole, we've learned through research, the hole ought to be kind of truncated looking at, and that is it needs to be wider at the top than narrower at the bottom. That wider portion at the top allows those new emerging roots out of the pot or the ball to grow out into this amended soil that we've backfilled with very quickly. And that top foot of soil is where the majority of our feeding root system evolves and develops. So that's why we want to be sure we do that. Other things, you want to water, of course, when you've planted it. You want to check the water about once a week, water when it needs it. Springtime, Mother Nature helps us out quite a bit as we get into the hot summer months. Be sure you water. It takes about one year for every inch of trunk diameter for a tree to recover. So if you've planted a three-inch tree, you're going to need to water that every summer for at least three years before uh, you feel like it has begun to take off on its own. And you're going to know that because the growth will resume, the leaves will get bigger, it will just begin to grow and take off on its own. So those are some things about selecting trees for the landscape in particular. Go out, have a good time. There's a variety of plants out there. Just ask a lot of questions. Make sure you've got the right plant uh, for the right place in your yard and enjoy the future growth. This has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. I'll be talking to everybody again next week.